1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is The Fan Early Morning Show. It's The Wake-Up Show. The Wake-Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. And you can apply online at 84Lumber.com. So we got some stuff to get to today. A whole lot of football that went on and football still to come. Monday Night Football can be heard right here on 93.7 The Fan through Westwood 1. We've got all the primetime games. Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday Night Football. Sunday Night Football, an interesting matchup yesterday. The Buffalo Bills played the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati, and uh, NBC was not shy of letting us know that on January 3rd, 2023, DeMar Hamlin went down with a critical injury. I've never been one, and I know the the cinematics and the dramatics of a game I think are important to highlight. Something about that, though, kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like, they had a whole, like, recap. They didn't just say... You know, hey, on January 3rd, this happened. No, they showed the ambulances and, and, um, you know, and just the entire atmosphere of the place, all the, the crying and the sadness again. I'm like, you know, you know, like a, an empty helmet on the field. To me, that, that was a little much for something that serious. Like that, that should not be the primary storyline. And it's great. I think that DeMar Hamlin going out and, you know, getting a standing ovation from Cincinnati was great. Like when, when he run, uh, on the field and got an ovation for a little bit there. Um, I think that was all good. I'm just like the NBC broadcast to build up a hype of a game to remind people that uh, that DeMar Hamlin's accident happened like on instant replay, like it was a movie. <sighs> uh, it just, it rubbed me the wrong way. I, I don't know how you feel about that. And then the Bengals ended up winning 24-18, so um, I don't think they lost the lead past the second quarter from what I remember, so they were playing uh, pretty well. And they're still in it. I mean, the AFC North at this point is still a, a close race. And all of us that argued that it would be a tight division this year, you are—you uh, were right, and we were all right. Might be the most competitive division in football. There's a lot of bad football being played. I mean, the Steelers have played rather ugly through most of the season. They're five and three, though. In fact, every team right now five and three in the AFC North. The Steelers are second. They have the tiebreaker over the Browns. Haven't played the Bengals yet, but that game is coming soon. And uh, the Ravens uh, right now have distinguished themselves with a 7-2 and record. So the AFC North is doing well. I mean, you, I would have rooted for the Bills yesterday just because I don't like the Bengals and because the Bengals are in the AFC North uh, division with the Steelers. But, yeah, I mean, the Bengals won. The Steelers won on Thursday. So everybody five and three right now except for the Ravens who topped the division at seven and two. A lot happened in that uh, Tennessee Titans game as well on Thursday. I wasn't here to to react to it on Friday so I may go into a little bit about that um, if time allows but Matt um, Canada on the sidelines might have been the biggest story in football history um, and they won a game and they and they looked a little more cohesive they looked a little bit more like they were together and connected. Um, on offense, at least through that first drive, I know there were some mistakes made through the second and third quarters before they made another fourth quarter comeback. But something happened on Thursday that hadn't happened all season, and the Steelers, uh, and that was that the Steelers got a first down on their first drive of the game and then scored. So progress is being made, and that's all. That's all good. Um, you know, it's great that they they did that, and I hope they can score more in the first quarter, like over and over and over again, to feel more comfortable. Maybe Matt Canada will stay on the sidelines. But I, I kind of laughed at that as well. That he, um, that he, he was on the sideline during the coldest game of the year so far as well. I mean, he was wearing a hoodie in like 39 degree weather, so that was kind of rough. But I mean, he weathered the elements, and maybe that helped the Steelers to a win. Who knows? I would hope to see him on the sideline again. And it was also nice to see him like directly interacting with players. Like he was, you know, looking them in the eye and talking to them. It wasn't just him in a booth on a headset. I mean, he you know was there and and for me I I liked that I don't know how much of an impact it had it was still a close game they still had to come back in the fourth quarter but um yeah, it was kind of nice to just you know see him and it, it gave him a little more of a human element I still think he's arrogant I still think he's not great um maybe maybe that helped though and that was a legitimate change and I'll give I'll give the Steelers credit for that they made a legitimate change um to bring Canada from the booth to the sideline and the Steelers got to win as a result, and bounced back from a, a loss on a Sunday when they had a short week. So uh, all good there right now from the Steelers. Kenny Bickett still looks rather normal, still making some mistakes, but ultimately coming back late in the game to steer the Steelers to a win. So if you want to call and talk to me, you're welcome to 412-928-9370 is the phone number. I'll be here up until about 530, 532. So if you want to talk to me, you can. Give me a call. And we can talk. You can also hit me up on X at Callas underscore three three. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore three three. You can tweet at me on there. You can talk to me. You're welcome to make some comments. And if I find them intriguing, I will uh, respond to those X comments. And I'll also, again, um, talk to you on the phone line. 412-928-9370. Now, how about this, too? Uh, Before I go to a break here, uh, Key Brian Hayes announced yesterday all of the Gold Glove Award winners – um in the in both leagues gold glove winners silver slugger award winners the award show was um was yesterday and key brian hayes was announced as the gold glove award recipient for national league third baseman and that's the first time in 10 seasons that nolan Arenado didn't win it so just another thing that the pirates have over the cardinals so that's exciting and um inspiring as well. Yeah, Key Brian Hayes certainly deserved that. We figured he would win one. You just didn't know how long Nolan Arenado would keep his streak uh, before Key Brian Hayes would come and swoop in and take that from him. But, I mean, in a year where the Pirates finished ahead of the Cardinals in the divisional standings, same year that Nolan Arenado loses his Gold Glove Award streak for third baseman in the National League, that is, uh, that is a happy sight, and that's a good feeling to have. So... Good on Key Brian Hayes uh, for winning that award. And, um, yeah, no, definitely happy for him. Definitely uh, definitely good for him and for the Pirates. All right, we've got a caller before I go to break here. Uh, good morning. What's your name?
3: Uh, this is Ted. Hi, Ted. Hey, real quick, with the Steelers, look, Mac Canada being on sidelines shouldn't be a major story. <laughs> yeah, but it is. I mean, Well, it's silly. It's silly. Well, I, I think these guys are pretenders. Uh, I'll just be honest. Uh, if you notice, you know, Kenny Pick is hurt. He hasn't thrown a ball in the middle of the field. You can't do that. You know, and all of a sudden these guys discovered they got a six, you know, they got a six seven tight end. They only threw through two times. Yeah. It's still not going to get it done. And George Pickens I- is upset
2: they're not targeting him, and Mike Tomlin didn't really have an answer for why. So there's that too. Well, like
3: Hosworth said, it's not about you. Right. You know, it's not about you. He has to grow up. And he's still making some mental mistakes that cost him a touchdown. So, you know, is it ugly football? Yes, it is. But I'll be honest, if they play Joe Burroughs, he hang up 30, ball game over, baby. The offense still stinks.
2: Indeed. Ted, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, I agree with most of that. Yeah, I didn't want to touch on George Pickens, too, and I'll go into a little bit about him um, after this first break here. But he – yeah, it's just – it's t- I mean, I want him to get the ball more. We all want him to get the ball more. Reporters were asking why he wasn't getting the ball more, and, and Tomlin was just uh, – I think he was flat-out asked, and I don't quite have the audio right now, but Tomlin was asked, um, should you be giving Pickens the ball more? And Tomlin just said yes, which um, there's just a lot uh, you can look into when you get just that answer. like so many um, – so much uh, contemplating about what he uh, – what he could have meant or what you know could be going on in his head when he thinks that pickens should be getting the ball more but isn't but at the same time Pickens can't be just unfollowing a bunch of people um in public trying to you know create a stir like that i mean that's what that is that is culture though now i mean when people want to seem upset they they give you they give you clues they unfollow on socials they send short text messages i mean that's pretty much like they want you to they want you to to get a clue in for why they're upset, um, they want to give you clues until you figure it out. Um, that's not the best way to handle things, especially when you're, um, in a team atmosphere. I mean, there are a lot of team atmospheres in the world. It wouldn't really work in a in a in a more standard job. And he still has a job as the wide receiver of the Steelers to play a role. Um, and I, I said this during the Jacksonville Jaguars game too. The fact that Deontay Johnson dropped so many passes kind of prevented the Steelers from targeting Pickens as much because they were double-teaming him almost the whole game. And if Deontay Johnson's not a threat, they're not going to allocate as many resources to covering Deontay Johnson. And in turn, they're going to – the Steelers are going to have to throw in a double coverage or they're going to have to throw to Deontay Johnson who can't catch a pass. I mean, that's pretty much what the defense is thinking. So, I mean, uh, George Pickens is playing a role where he's a threat and they've got to scheme him to get other receivers open as well in certain plays. You know, his the fact that he's a threat helps the Steelers, but the other wide receivers have to at least do the routine plays right if it's going to be effective. It all has to come together. Um, now, does he get open sometimes? I mean, maybe. I'm not really looking for him when he's not getting passes, so I don't know. And I'm I've never been a wide receiver. I'm not sure how to dissect routes that thoroughly, but... Um, I mean, he must think that he's open. Otherwise, I mean, he's playing a really good role, being a threat, not getting much targets, but at least being a threat and being on the field and having defenses pay attention to him helps other receivers get open. It's just a matter of can those receivers catch passes. Like, can Deontay Johnson catch the routine passes? He was catching passes during the Tennessee Titans games. uh, Excuse me, during the Tennessee Titans game. So that allowed them to score on that first drive of the game and uh, him catching passes – kept them in the game throughout and then eventually led to them winning. So it all, everything goes hand in hand. So, but George Pickens, I'm not, I'm not one for the way he's communicating his frustration. Uh, free George, free Pickens. Nah. Not, not about that. I mean, he he needs to understand that he's playing an integral role, whether he gets the ball or not. All right, let me take one more caller before I go to break at 412-928-9370. Good morning. What's your name? Uh, Joe. Hello, Joe. Uh, what's on your mind?
4: Uh, You know, to touch a little bit on the George Pickens thing. Sure. Whenever we were playing the Rams, remember he had that crack back on number two for the 15-yard penalty that drew back? Yes. And then two plays later, he ran that uh, quick slant or like a skinny post sort of at two, and then he alligatored arm because he didn't want to get hit back. That's the type of person he is. He's not about the team. Oh, I'm going to cheap this guy, but I'm not going to go in the middle and take a hit and catch a football for my football team like I should. That's yeah. the problem, and and it's like embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and we let this stuff just keep going on and going on, and that's that's not how you win.
2: I, I know, Joe, but like, what do you like? What do you do in that case? Though, like, he he may he's one of the top receivers now in the league based on the the insane catches he's made. So, like, how do you like? What do you do in this case? Do See, you I just cut him. We
4: believe it's the coaches. You know, someone has to take a guy under their wing or a veteran on that team, which. There's none on the offense. So a coach needs to step up and say, Hey young fellow, what are you doing? You're gonna play yourself out of this league because of your attitude, you're gonna be. what are you gonna be? The next Antonio Brown? Because that's what you're on the verge of doing here. And it's real early in your career, and he was way, way better than you are right now.
2: Sure. Joe, thanks for the call. Yeah, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but also I'm just usually in a bind because I don't know. Like I don't I don't know how I would handle that situation. I don't know if coaching can can do anything I, I i'm sure somebody has explained to him like hey you know you are dangerous you're being double covered and the fact that you're being double covered allows other receivers to be open so we can target them and move down the field because teams are going to adjust i mean i already i already rehashed this from when i talked last week that's just that's just football if he is being double covered somebody else is gonna be a little more open. The Steelers need to find those open guys, and as long as the other receivers are open, they can move the ball down the field. So somebody's got to explain to him like I get that, but also like I don't know how to handle this. I've never been a receiver in, in football. Like I don't know how to handle his attitude like that. You can't just cut him, obviously, and you do need him on the field because he's a threat. So I don't really know how to handle that. Like I think it's not as easy of a of a situation. I just would want to dig deeper into how he's how he's feeling and, and maybe go from there. So maybe he does need to talk to you from a coach, but it's it's touchier than just, well, you know, you either need to be obedient or cut him. Somebody has had to tell him that that he is a threat on the field and that's leaving other receivers open. He has to know that to some extent. So why he's outraged uh, exactly like the the specific reason, not just not getting targets, but like, I mean, if that's generally it, that's a shame. Um, but it's, it's a little more touch and go, I think, than than just one obvious solution. There is no obvious solution uh, that I can see right now to 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 deal with him or to get him, you know, get him in line and get him understanding that he's an integral part of the offense. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is the Fan Early Morning Show. Coming up next, more sports talk and more of your phone calls. We've got open lines, 412-928-9370. Again, you can also talk to me on X. You can tag me and a post at Callas underscore three, three. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. Three. Uh, and this, again, it's the Fan Early Morning Show right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. Post your free job on linkedin.com
0: recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
4: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Football season is also truck season at sunchevy.com. This week it's going to be a bit warmer uh, for winter weather, or winter season I should say. But uh, today high of 64, low of 39, going to be mostly cloudy. Then tomorrow high of 66, low of 47. Cloudy skies expected. It's supposed to rain toward the end of the week, and then next week temperatures drop back. Into the 40s. Again, that's Fan Weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. We've got another caller. i got a few more minutes to take your calls at 412-928-9370. Uh, good morning. What's your name?
0: Old German. Wow. All right. What's up? Good morning. Hey, uh, I know everybody keeps talking about George Pickens and Dante Johnson. You guys keep saying about him dropping the ball. But Alan Robinson, what's he doing? He's doing nothing besides running around out there. Maybe we need to put the Austin, I think that's number 19. Calvin Austin. Um, Yes, maybe play him more in that slot. And maybe that will help free up uh, Dickens so he gets the ball so he ain't crying. Yeah,
2: maybe. Yeah, thanks for the call. Sure. Yeah, no notes there. Uh, I'm also surprised. How come people aren't calling in? I mean, I know it's not Pirate season, but uh, Key Brian Hayes defeating Nolan Arenado's streak of – Gold Gloves, that's news. That was just announced yesterday. All the Gold Glove winners were announced. So, um, yeah, that's interesting news as well uh, while we talk about it, uh, talking about Pittsburgh sports. Um, Steelers got a game. Well, they got a long week. It's like the second bye week. I know it's sometimes referred to because they, uh, they're they going to play on Sunday and they get an extra, what, three days uh, of rest. So, yeah, I mean, a lot going on. Um, no notes there about that. I, I don't know how to handle pickings, uh, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, Yeah, maybe play more guys. I don't know. Allen Robinson, sure. I mean, he's there. But, yeah. Got another caller, 412-928-9370. Good morning. What's your name? This is Mike from Blairsville. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind?
0: Hey, I wanted to make a comment about Pickens and uh, the quarterback ticket. Okay. Good. Uh, I could go? Yeah, go ahead. Okay uh all, all this talk I've been hearing about uh, uh, everybody getting on the bandwagon to uh, to compare Pickens to Antonio Browns I I, I, I I disagree with all of it he's one of the elite uh, wide receivers in the NFL now the problem in my opinion the problem is he's with he's he's, he's got to play with um, uh a below-average quarterback, a below-average below wide receivers, and below-average offensive line. Could you imagine if he was playing in in, in Kansas City and Mahomes? He'd be it would be lights out. Could you imagine if he was here with Ben Roethlisberger? He'd be getting uh, you know, ten catches over hundred yards every game. Mm. It's just that he's he's playing with a subpar quarterback in offensive line and no other receivers yeah, on right. that team. And I don't blame him. Sure. I don't blame him.
2: Sure. Hey, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, I don't – I can't guarantee – because we saw the offense under Ben Roethlisberger and Matt Canada in Ben's final year. Now, maybe you could argue Ben was old and maybe if prime Ben were here, that's fine. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to go too far in speculating about Ben Roethlisberger or, you know, in a past life or – if George Pickens was somewhere else i mean George Pickens is here Kenny Pickett's good enough from what he's shown to to get the ball there it's just uh it could i mean it could be the team but Kansas City's an extreme as well anybody could really succeed in Kansas City Juju Smith-Schuster seemed really good in Kansas City so maybe the Steelers got a coach better um i still don't think bad canada is the answer they're squeaking out wins though and really all you got to do is win the games um. Doesn't matter how you win them, as long as you win them. I think that's the most uh, important part. Um. Th- that really is all that matters. So again, there's they're we're talking about a five and three team here, but it's just that the. Uh, yeah, it's just they're not scoring a lot, and that makes us all nervous. I'm sure. All right, we got time for one more caller at four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Good morning. Go ahead, and make it quick.
4: This is Roland from Castle Sheen. Hey, Nick. Oh, uh,
2: Roland. All right, hey, make it quick. You got thirty seconds. Just real,
4: real quick, what I see coming out of the break here is the Steelers are going to finally come out and they're going to put some numbers up. You're going to see 30 points against the Packers for sure, Nick, and then run to the
0: Super Bowl.
2: Sure. Roland, thanks for the call. All right. Yep, Roland always bringing the optimism, especially after wins. Usually he's crushed when they don't win, and then he thinks they're going to the Super Bowl when they win. I think it's starting to be a pattern. I think he's trying to embody every Steeler fan out there. Uh, So, Roland, I always appreciate your call. Uh, Good to hear from you.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Plan savings with three lines of T Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track, all wheel drive, and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe.